1: Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community who might have a little fun along the way. It's the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now here's Roger.
2: Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions. God, family, country. It's great to be with you today. It's great to be with you on our very first show of the new year. Have a great show for you today, and I'll introduce the guests in just a moment. First of all, of course, I want to remind you that our program is supported by our friend Dr. Patrick Saint Germain, Saint Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com. Dr. Patrick Saint Germain, proud to be voted best chiropractor for now six years in a row. When you're in pain, call Dr. Saint Germain at eight five five. When in pain, that's eight five five when in paint. and I'm, We're looking forward to being joined a little bit later in studio by Fred Brummer, former State Representative Fred Brummer, former Orange County Commissioner Fred Brummer, uh, leader in the uh, Popkin Northwest Orange County community, also a candidate um, in this year's elections for County Commissioner for Orange County again. But um, right now, we are pleased to be joined on the phone by Mr. Vito Fira, founder of Networks down and video, and Vito. Happy New Year to you! And it's great to start the New Year program off uh, with you as one of our guests.
3: Roger. Happy New Year to you and your wonderful listening audience. Good now, to be here.
2: Now I know that you were uh, very busy, extraordinarily busy during the Christmas season. I went over to visit you several times, and you know I know you were working, you know, just phenomenal hours, making sure that you were able to get um, the wonderful um, things that you do at. Networks on video, ready for people. Many of which we're giving them as as Christmas gifts. But as we talked about before Christmas, uh, you know, um, you, a lot of those were or you're still working on, and, and they make great um, uh, you know great gifts you know, after the first of the year. Um, but what I would like to talk about now is as we begin to look forward, and um, as many of us do, think about our goals, the things, that, our resolutions, the things that we need to do in a brand new year, do better. Um, I think it's once again great opportunities for us to get get rid of those boxes and those, uh, you know, photographs and the 8mm tapes and the VH uh, tapes that are stuffed in boxes all over our houses or in our attics or or basements or garages or wherever and get those over to Network Sound and Video. Um, Tell us, uh, for those that might not be as aware, what can you do uh, with those things and, and why should they bring them to you at Network Sound and
0: Video?
3: I'll tell you what, Roger, we were like Santa Claus's helper this year, and uh, we still have a lot that we're just uh, finishing up for for folks that had brought in literally hundreds and hundreds of videotapes, camcorder cassettes, uh, VCR uh, tapes, uh, records, albums, reels, everything. Anything that was uh, old-school audio or video, we bring back to life by putting those onto new CD and DVD or digital drives. And it's just amazing how much we – uh how, how your listeners have uh, reached out to us and, and brought so much of this stuff in, uh, especially over the last four to five months, because they knew that uh, it takes a little bit of time to get that stuff in here and get it done. But, uh, yeah, the, especially you know, folks were anxious to tell us that they had heard it about it on the radio show, and we certainly appreciate that. But that's what we do. We convert anything that's old school from any of the all audio and video formats and put it into the new format, which is a twofold. First of all, it gets it off of that old format so you can watch it, but it also preserves it because these things are literally falling apart and deteriorating in some cases. So it uh, it gets it off of that format and it does preserve those precious memories and gets them into the new uh, format that you can now watch again or, or listen to if it's a record or a tape.
2: We're speaking with Vito Fera, a regular contributor to our program, founder of Network Sound and Video, which he runs along with his wife, Rhonda. Also, Vito, I want to let you and let our listeners know that now we're joined in studio by Fred Brummer um, also. And then I do I, – I neglected to mention at the top of the show when um, – and, and Fred will be joining us in our conversation with Vito most likely too. But one of the things that Fred and I will discuss are the legacy and the life of one of our dear friends, a man who made – tremendous impact uh, throughout Central Florida, especially in his hometown of Okoy, Florida, former mayor of Okoy, Mayor Scott Vender- Vandergrift, who passed away, sadly, uh, shortly before Christmas. We, will, Fred and I both will be talking about Mayor Scott Vandergrift on our program later today. Um, now, Vito, now let's talk about, you know, and this is just a thought that I had that I'd like to share with my listeners. As, you know, I'm doing things, cleaning up around the house, uh, making resolutions to get rooms cleaned out, things like that i um and Fred Brummer's smiling <laughs> I haven't even gotten to the yard yet but 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 uh, you know, I thought, you know what now's the time I've got to take all these. Mountains of boxes thrown all over the house in various rooms, etc. Um, I need to get those this year. I'm going to resolve to get those over to Vito at Network Sound and Video, and I'm just—I would like to suggest that to our listeners. Now is the time to make that happen. I know it's always difficult to, to find the time to make that happen, but I know I encourage you to get all of these great things that we have—our that our our memories, our mementos get them to Vito where he can put them in an updated uh, format. You can just look at it on your computer. He can even give you a little what we call a th- what they call a thumb drive um, where you can just literally put, p- keep these things in your pocket. And, and, Vito, can you discuss further why that is such a, a good idea and, and, and from a practical standpoint how much better and and easier it will make our people's lives, our lives, if we can get these things updated in modern technology?
3: Well, Raj, uh, I know that you had been in the office here just recently, uh... Uh, this week, as a matter of fact, and actually saw some of the crates that come in. <laughs> one, one, yeah, yeah nice not lady. boxes, crates, yeah, yeah, literally. So these huge boxes. <laughs> we had to go out to the car and take the uh, help these folks get some of these things in. Uh, because they are so massive. I mean, the old videotapes are huge, record albums, things like that, real to real film, especially in the metal canisters, are all big, bulky, and hard to handle. Not to mention that they don't have a VCR tape anymore, but the player is broken, they don't have the camera that they shot, the video camcorders on, they obviously don't have film projectors, and the only thing you do is shine those things up on an old kitchen wall. So the practicality of it is to get it into a new format that you can handle. And the other thing, Roger, I don't know if I had mentioned it to you or not, but t- and when there's time, of uh, that you just have to evacuate your home, for instance, in times of you see people leaving uh, during, uh, you know, I hate to bring up like hurricanes, floods, fires, and things like that. You've seen across the continent here. And, you know, you've got people saying you just have to evacuate your home. If you had to imagine grabbing all those crates of old films and memories and videotapes and putting those in a car or put them in the back of the SUV, that would be a, a lot of stress to try to figure out where they are and how to get all those things into a unit. And so that you could evacuate. And I'm talking about you can have these things condensed down to skinny little DVDs and grab, you know, 50, 60 years of, of uh, memories in just a single handful. And if you had them reduced down to a flash drive, you could literally take the flash drives, which are also called thumb drives, and that's because it's about the size of your thumb, and put it in your pocket and scoot. So if you had to, and that's not just because of a disaster, but also, like, if you went on vacation and you wanted to share with friends or heading out to the beach or going to California from the uh, East Coast to the West Coast, you know, you can grab these things in a heartbeat and an instant, put them in your pocket, purse, you know, and uh, and and go, and not have to uh, carry some large, you know, containers of tubs that, that that these folks come in with initially. So it makes it the the the, uh, the benefits are just limitless.
2: you you listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's our first show of the year. We're joined in the studio by Fred Brummer. We're also joined over the phone by regular contributor Vito Fira of. Founder of Network Sound and Video. And You can find out more about the great work that Vito and his wife Rhonda do at Network Sound and Video at NetworkSoundandVideo.com. Very simple Network and Or you can just drive over and see them. They're conveniently located in Longwood on Ronald Reagan Boulevard. I believe it's 2520. Is that correct, uh, Vito? That's
3: right. Yes, 2520,
2: Suite 100. In the Merritt Center. Uh, just drop by, pop in, and say hello to Vito and Rhonda at Network Sound and Video. Now, we've got about, uh, say, three uh, minutes uh, left today, Vito, and I know you always have a lot of great um, stories to tell us about some of your customers, because you, I would say, of all the people I know, you've got probably the most varied customer base of anybody I know. I mean, you've got ages from, I guess, teenagers all the way up to people literally in their 90s, if not more, from all walks of life, and they all have their own unique personal story about how they found their way to you and, and, and the things that they have that they want you to preserve. Do you have one for us today?
3: Well, we got several of them, but I could just give you some. For instances, we've got, yes, every walk of life and age comes through this door from younger folks that are bringing things in from their grandparents, and they just say, Well, just tell me the address and I'll look it up on my GPS, to walking someone in on the phone and getting them in here and say, Don't hang up, right? Left. Left on Ronald Reagan. Okay, keep right. You just crossed the railroad tracks. That's a little bit further. It's funny, you know. You've got folks that uh, that just want to get their stuff in here. But several uh, several of these had come in over the Christmas holidays. Everything from uh, you know children, uh, baby births to to all their pets running around and swimming pools and vacations and such. And there were just so numerous, so many things that had uh, we had brought back literally to life for some folks that hadn't seen in. Decades, decades and decades. You know, you're looking at, at film from the 1940s, 50s, 60s, and then, you know, when the videotapes come out in the late the, the 1970s, recreating all these things that people just sit here literally in tears looking at them. And most of them are happy tears, but, you know, i be honest, a lot of people are now gone, and they're reliving these folks, and they're watching and seeing, you know, parents and grandparents and, and even children that, uh, you know, maybe they uh, that uh, they're missing and such. So it does make it a really, really happy time for everybody. And I know we made a lot of folks real happy at around Christmas time, especially because it is a super time to to do it. But now you're thinking about the rush is over, and this is a real good time to get your stuff in here so we can uh, dedicate some time to your project also and bring these things back to life. And as I had mentioned about also the packaging is so much, it's so important because you can store them in such a small uh, area instead of having the crates that they usually are in right now.
2: And, And two things before you go, Vito, that I thought about as you were talking, one is, you know, Christmas season is over now, but there are always wonderful opportunities for gift giving and and having these wonderful memories preserved and updated to modern technology would make a great gift at any time. We've got Valentine's Day right around the corner. You know, many people have their weddings uh, on on outdated video and things like that, or even great wedding pictures from back in the day. Uh, um, Also... After that, Mother Day is coming along. Father's Day is coming up right after that. What great, uh, wonderful gifts for maybe especially for a veteran, you know, World War II veteran or Vietnam veterans or uh, veterans of Korean War. Uh, what a great gift for their children and their family to have a great, um, you know, maybe video or, or something put together for them, or just just to get the those great memories preserved out of the boxes and an updated technology. So I would just like to emphasize before you go that. Um, there's tremendous opportunities coming along uh, for the perfect gift, and you can get those at Network Sound and Video. As, as we said before, you can find them at NetworkSoundandVideo.com, Vito and Ronda, or just drop by and see them at 2520 Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood. Vito, thanks for being with us today.
3: Thank you. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and uh, welcome your guest, uh, Fred, there. and. Um, a most enjoyable time, and uh, many blessings to you this new year, 2018.
2: Thank you. We look forward to speaking with you soon.
4: Okay.
3: God
2: a... Mr. Vito Fira, founder of Network Sound and Video. You can find him at NetworkSoundingVideo.com or on Ronald Reagan Boulevard, 2520 in Longwood. We're going to go to a quick break. We'll be back with Fred Brummer on The Roger Franklin Williams Show.
1: And this is my... Welcome back. Good to have you here for The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Central Florida's connection to news, views, and interviews. Important to you. And this is my town. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams.
2: Yeah, Welcome back to The Roger Franklin Williams Show. I'm glad you're joining us today. Our first show of the brand new year. Pleased to report we've got a great show for you today with great guests. Hope you enjoyed our segment with our regular segment with Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video where memories last forever. And we're pleased to be joined, as I mentioned before, in studio by Fred Brummer, who among other things is a candidate for Orange County Commission, where he served um, extraordinarily well for eight years in one stint um, recently. And then also had, as we know, as our regular listeners know, and people throughout Central Florida and Florida know, served had a great stint for eight years in the Florida legislature as well, exerting leadership on a number of very important issues. before we go to Fred, I want to remind you, of course, that our program is supported and all the programs you hear on 105.5 WRL and AM660 WRL and AM1520 WBGW are supported by our friends at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at FLADoor.com. That's Door.com, or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR and tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you And uh, Fred, you know, I know I always enjoy hearing from the many things that you're doing, um, especially community work, your your political activities, government activities, but I know right now that um, both of us lost a very dear friend. And Mayor Scott Vandergrift, a man who made a tremendous impact on the Central Florida community, and especially in his hometown of Okoy, where he served as mayor for many, many years. And I'd just like to start the show by having—and I do want to mention, too, that I received this wonderful letter from one of our regular listeners, one of our longtime regular listeners, Mr. Don Fannin. And they sent me the clippings from the front page story in the West Orange Times an observer by Amy Quisenberry which is a wonderful tribute to Mayor Scott Vandergrift and we're going to talk about Mayor Vinder- Vandergrift on our program a lot today and his legacy.
4: Well, Roger, you know when 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 there's one word to describe as Mayor Scott and that's icon. You know, I mean and it's just you know, you, the three words go together so well. Mayor Scott O'Coey, O'Coey Mayor Scott. They're they're inseparable and you just you the, the man was a mountain in Ocoee. He he loved Ocoee. Uh, he, he loved the community. He wanted to make it a better community. His phrase, never met a stranger, absolutely true. And so uh, just, you know, you we recently were at the, uh, the celebration of his life, and uh, it was very touching, and, you know, a lot of laughs, a lot of tears, but uh, you just cannot say more for a man who served his community. than than what Mayor Scott did for Ocoee and and for Central Florida.
2: Absolutely, and I'm very pleased to be able to share this and share with our listeners, and many of whom know Mayor Vandergrift already, but many of them who don't. And I I think that, as you said, Fred, uh, his life was so special and so unique. He had so many unique qualities, such an individualist, but with so many positive qualities, so many qualities that could really, that made an impact on the lives of others in the community, specifically one of which was his leadership. As the mayor of Ocoy for, for many years, that it's very appropriate for us to, to share about him today. And of course, he was a frequent guest on our show back in the early days of the program.
4: Right. You, you said that he was one of your favorite uh, uh, guests, and certainly and, and uh, most quote, and most memorable. Quote, yeah, quotable. You know, just you 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 know for for your program and for him and for Central Florida, the relationship that you you had with Mayor Scott was exceptional, and and we very much appreciated that.
2: And uh, you know, we'll just talk a little bit more about Mayor Scott Vandergrift. Friends, you're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Once again, I want to give a big, say a big hello and a big shout out to um, Don Fannin, and you know, for his support of our program. He's one of our longtime, longest listeners, most loyal listeners, and he, he goes extraordinary lengths to to support our program. And uh, thank you uh, to Don for sending this wonderful tribute to Mayor Scott Vandergrift from the West Orange Times and Observer by Amy Quisenberry. Huge front page story. And a lot of coverage inside the paper as well is, you know, the thing about you know, there's so many things, it's hard to even know where to start. But um, Mayor Vandergriff was his passion and his love for Okoy, but coupled with his his action. You know, it's possible to love something and not really do anything to help it, or, or just to, to passively love something. But he had incredible love and passion for his hometown of Okoy, but he went to extraordinary lengths in many, many different ways, many of which people don't even realize, to to advance uh, the quality of life in Okoy, to to make the lives of people in, in Okoy better, and just to ad- advance uh, the reputation of the of the city.
4: Correct, and the issue, you know, the the, the if, if two people were holding a meeting in or about a COE, Mary Scott showed <laughs> up, okay, to give input, to help them progress their meeting, to reach their topic, you know, improve their topic. And I will tell you that it is embarrassing, the amount of time that he spent in community service, and, and this is the old-fashioned word, community service homeowners associations meetings, uh, you know, community meetings in the mall in his chair, which says, stop and talk to the mayor, you know, alongside the road in the chair with the sign that says, stop, talk to the mayor, the ladies garden club. Uh, just a- You know, if there was nothing going on, Ocoee Lions Club, Ocoee Rotary Club, you know, the, the, you know, the West Orange Chamber, all of those things, none of those things missed Mayor Scott, you know, uh, just you know, I mean, the the Mayor mobile was everywhere, <laughs> and and the amount of time that he spent in those issues, listening to the community, speaking with the community, giving input about the community, I just don't know how a human being could could commit. And when you said love, okay, passively, he did not love Okoye as you said. Did not love Okoye passively. He loved it with and had his hands on it all the way through. You they were just absolutely positively amazed at the amount of time that he gifted to his community, whether it was the Okoe peewee football, literally coaching, you know, Ocoee high school, just just great, great, you know, stories that that we heard and and, and live on about Mayor Scott.
2: And I keep getting back to Mayor Vanderbilt was such a unique individual. There certainly never another like him and um you know, very lovable character, correct. You know, but it's almost in some ways kind of a cartoonish ca- cartoon character, and he I liked, mean that with, with the ultimate respect. Yes,
4: yes, he he he
2: wanted to do that <laughs> by, by, by design. That's correct. <laughs> I, I mean, it, you, it made you remember Mayor Scott, and um, but 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 what I'm getting at, he did a lot of. Heavy lifting. He took on a fought a lot of tough battles in the political system uh, that most people never saw. So so I think that's one thing I really want to mention about. He wasn't just this, you know, kind of a colorful character walking along with a mayor of And in the mayor mobile behind the scenes, he was fighting very effectively tough bureaucratic battles to advance the city of Okoye and the people in Okoye.
4: And, and Roger, you, you, you haven't noticed it yet, but the t-shirt, the shirt that I'm wearing. Okay. okay the Partners of the yeah, I did notice I have, it, okay. have a comment on it. The, 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 I love Okoye pin uh, on the, on the collar. I've got the mandatory uh, butterfly, butterfly, butterfly clip, <laughs> but on the sleeve here, which you probably have not seen is the words Okoye high and a question mark. At the time, the high school, was planned for O'Coe. That you know, the the growth in West Orange was so huge that, that oh you know a high school had to be added in Okoe in addition to West Orange High. The school board did not want to name schools after a city. There's very few in Orange County, you know and, and uh, think of it I well, when only I think one of it, time not, he even had a
2: had a written policy about and, that. And
4: and Mayor Scott campaigned and campaigned and when you know we practiced the First Amendment right to petition the government, he petitioned everybody that moved to name this Okoe High. He had graduated from Okoe High before Okoe and, and Lakeview High were merged, which eventually became West Orange High. And when the high school, you know, the land was, av- the school board, everything was in place, he worked on that diligently, diligently, diligently and brought and and over effectively overturned a policy of the school board to preserve Ocoee as a part of the community and Ocoee High School and Ocoee High School as a part of the community. And, and, you know, the studies that we've seen back at the turn of the century with the collapse of community involvement, that was not Mayor Scott. And this example of getting, turning a policy on its head so that, Ocoee High School could be named Ocoee High School was was through I would say to you 99 and 44 100 percent the effort of Mayor Scott. Well, I would say 100, cause I, I witnessed that. You know, of course, I've got some experience
2: in that right. kind of no, endeavor no, myself, I and, and I know how incredibly difficult. I don't, it's, it's almost impossible to explain to people right. that That's haven't participated there, 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 in a battle no,
4: there, like that. There's no comprehension. To, to how, and and how, hopefully how that folks won't have to go through that. But, how difficult it is. he did it and stayed after it and stayed after it and stayed after it till he got it done. When, when we have a moment, I want to tell you a great story. Dave Armbruster, the first principal of Ocoee High, told at the, at the memorial that they're honoring.
2: So. No, I I agree. In fact, I I witnessed that whole situation um, sure. from start to finish, and I I know it, every time I see go to a game at Okoye High School. Anytime I see o, Okoye High School mentioned in print. A score a football a score of a football game or a basketball game or a baseball game, I always think of Mayor Scott Vandergrift, because yeah. without Mayor Scott Vandergrift, there would be the no school it named McCoy High School. S- South Northwest as Coach Darlington you know, says right. uh, the, it would be a directional school. Right. Generic right. directional school right. um, and that's a whole we could do a whole topic on on just that. But 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 I think it speaks to not just love of community, but kind of that in, inherent wisdom, Jeffersonian right. com, man of the people common man wisdom that you know, all these experts all these um, Harvard-educated bureaucrats have come up with all these ridiculous policies, one of which was no schools uh, uh, with a town's name on it, no schools with a person's name on it, et cetera. And here, this lone... Individual, Correct. common man, out in Okoy, fought, waged this incredible battle.
4: I wasn't going to let that happen all by himself,
2: just, and right. and, it, and it's such a brilliant, wise idea. And and having that school named for the community of okoi is such an incredible um, benefit for the town and for the community and, and for the students and, and the parents and the residents. Absolutely,
4: just and this is just one of the monuments to make. Well, right, that's Scott. Just, one, one, just one one, one example. It's just one of the monuments. You know,
2: but, but it, it, it you know it took literally relentless energy, correct. as I as I know from my own experience, uh, you know relentless ability, ability to know how to work the system effectively. Work, right. uh, you can't even we could do a whole show just on on, on, on Mayor program. Scott's efforts that's, to get the Okoye High School named Okoye High School. But anyway, we're going to talk more about Mayor the legacy and life of Mayor Scott Vandergrift with Mr. Fred Brummer uh, on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Please stay with us. We'll be right
0: back.
1: Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is Martin. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And we might have a little fun along the way. It's the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. Welcome back
2: to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. Our first program of the year. We've got one of our all-time best guests, Fred Brummer, is joining us in the studio Has been a longtime contributor of our show, a longtime guest who's really added and enhanced our show in many different ways, uh, both on and off the air. It was great to hear from Vito Ferro over at Network Sound and Video with some great ideas on how to preserve our memories, our cherished memories, and get those updated and and save them. And that's our topic today. Primarily, we are paying tribute to um, a man who was a big part of our show. Mayor Scott Vandergrift, who passed away shortly before Christmas on December 21st, he was such an extraordinarily unique individual, and he made such an extraordinary impact on his city of O'Coy, on Central Florida in general, that we are devoting a lot of the time on the show today, um, and especially if Fred Marmer's a perfect person to do that, because he had a, really observed Mayor Scott Vandergrift very up close, and uh, as, at, at both his work in the political and governmental arena, and just, uh, just his life in general. Before we go back, I want to remind you that our program is sponsored by our friends over at Porky's Original Barbecue. And, of course, all the programs you hear on our radio stations are supported by Porky's. Porky's is everything you can get from has unique sides, unique dishes, such as the famed pig dip, the smoked Cuban, the sloppy cow, plus the best banana pudding and sweet tea in Central Florida, all served in Porky's down-home atmosphere and good old Southern hospitality. They're located at 256 East Main Street, Apopka. Get over to see Steve and Heather and all the gang over at Porky's Original Barbecue in Apopka. Now, let's go back to Fred Brummer. And, you know, Fred, one more th- one thing I would really like, it's, and it's almost impossible to really describe Mayor Vandergrift. Right. Um, his, his daughter had a wonderful description that I'm going to try to find here. Um, but you know, one of the things that that I always got a great kick out of, and it goes back to that Jeffersonian common man wisdom that he had, was, and I didn't even realize until I was reading, preparing you, he had actually served on the city council way back in 1973. Correct. I mean, he served as mayor. He, he served on the city council back in 1967, right. and he served as mayor in not, a short period from 73 to 75. That's when I was in high school. Right. Correct. <laughs> so his, his, just his... Um, you know, public service in Okoy spans decades, almost a half a century.
4: And and not just his, his, his community service, but, you know, he served three years in the Navy. And one of the things that I loved about him was he wanted to dedicate, to, to name the huge interchange there between the Turnpike 429 and, and State Road 50, Veterans Interchange. He got that done through the legislature and then had a huge celebration of that event. And it was until that time that I had no idea that the man was a veteran. He wasn't, you know, he's not one of these folks who, who wore his service on his on his on his on his chest. You know, I mean, he was about serving, not about service, not about past service. What, what could he do next to help his community? And just it was, it was just insurmountable.
2: Well, there's a great, I found the quote from his daughter, Donna Dietrich, and I'd like to read it because I think it really um, helps to illustrate uh, Mayor Vandergrift. She says, this is a quote from his daughter, quote, he radiated light, warmth, wit, tackiness, fun, and service, unquote. And also, quote, he really cared about others and lived a very impactful life. He was always volunteering, never met a stranger. He always
4: made you feel important, loved, and heard. It just you know uh, she captured it very well, and she spoke you know at the at the, the celebration, and it just you know I mean it it really described her father well. And from a political standpoint, because you know this show was was
2: founded to be uh, you know the the voice of Central Florida local politics and and community, as as I observed very very closely, and he was I mean you could do a, a, you know a, a doctoral level um political science course on the uniqueness of of the mayor scott Vandegraft, uh approach to, to to government service right because what i'm getting at is that and this is his daughter who said this but uh you know he, tackiness that was a big part of the of the uh mayor scott scott vandergraft um persona and what i'm getting at is that you know as okoy you know he, go, he goes all the way back to, i remember okoy in 1967 it may have had a thousand people, right. maybe not a thousand people. It right. was it was tiny, um, but eventually, it's a major city now, over forty thousand people. They've got a mall, they've got a huge hospital. Right. You know, it, 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 but, but when I, I get a kick out, of so many new people don't really know the old Okoye. But I'm, what I'm getting at is he bridged both of those eras, but but really what I'm getting at is that he maintained, he was a product of that 1967 Okoye and he never, he would never, he never changed from that, and what I'm saying is that you know, as O'Koy became this sophisticated town of forty thousand plus people, you know you had uh, corporate executives involved in the governmental process, you had all these sophisticated people with advanced degrees and you know, uh career uh corporate career type people and, and, he, and Mayor Scott really stuck out like a sore thumb because he would be wearing I guess his um a pair of jeans, maybe, and a, and a shirt, and and his city of Okoy tie. Which believe me, this was not a, a Tommy Hilfiger tie at all. It was this loud red polyester right. tie with the city of Okoy on it. And the city of Okoy was usually in sequins, and he would be in, in at a function where everybody else had an Armani 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 suit and Gucci loafers.
4: Right, and 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 he brought that community. He brought the city's government to the. Of people in Okolite, and uh, his son spoke at the at the honor honoring, and talked about a particular instance where someone called City Hall because in the front of their home, in the middle of the street, the dead opossum or dead raccoon had been there for a couple of days, was thinking, high, and and got Mayor Scott on the phone. He wanted somebody to come down here and and clean that up, and a few minutes later. Mayor Scott was there with the shovel, <laughs> with, the, with the garbage bag, and cleaned up the, and, and, and you know, this is, you know, but he, he not only re- did that, that kind of thing, but he brought, you know, he encouraged people, Look, you need to be at the city council meeting. He wanted to bring the city council to the people, and that's what, that is what he did. And, and, and once again, it's back to his unique
2: character, was he was cutting edge on technology, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, Akoi had was the first city in Central Florida that where you could actually observe
4: Correct. and even participate in the city council meetings by going online. Right. Yes. Absolutely. And and you know uh, he, his 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 peer Mayor Land was exactly the same way. And so you know these two, but you know but 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 Mayor Scott, you know, just brought this kind of thing to the community. He, you know what I mean. The candy kisses, Hershey's kisses, okay, and loved to hand out the Hershey's kisses to the mayor, uh, to the women, and 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 then you know then the line was you've been kissed by the mayor. You know, it just it's a, that kind of that kind of thing was to bring the city government make sure everybody knew the Ocoee city government cared about Okoe and its residents. You it truly um,
2: in your character, and it, and you know he was very much if you ever, if you saw him certainly probably most of the pictures you're going to see he was right out of like a disney movie from the the small tiny little small town but at the same time and that's the point i really want to get across is he had the political skills yes. to really to be a, a highly highly effective um, public servant? As you've talked about getting things done, getting that that Veterans Highway name. That those are not easy tasks. Those are very very difficult tasks. Getting the Okoye High School named Okoye High School. That's a monumentally difficult task. He 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 kind of had that that cartoonish image, which as you said he he crafted and right. and, and projected on purpose right. by design. But really, and I think in, in a way it didn't quite do him a hundred percent service because behind. The scenes. He was just as effective as, as any uh, Harvard-educated, there was no one, you know, there was, there uh, you was know no government one, person
4: you could think of. No one more effective at that. And you know, the other the other item is, you know, I mean, he was active in in the in the realms of you know, League of Cities and things like that. But he never never wanted to be the you know the 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 persons that would you know that had the attention drawn to them. And his was his work was to help the city of Ocoee. In other words, League of Cities, be active in the League of Cities in order to help the city of Ocoee, not to shine the spotlight on Mayor Scott. And that, you're exactly correct in describing that his, you know, lobbying his Jeffersonian uh, work, understanding the Constitution, was about doing well for the city of Ocoee, not about doing well for Scott Vandergrift. Friends, you're listening to The Roger Franken-Williams Show.
2: as our first show of the year. We're pleased to be joined by Commissioner Fred Brummer. He, we're talking about the life and legacy of one of our great friends, a true friend of Central Florida and of his hometown, city of Okoy, where he served for decades as Mayor Mayor Scott Vandergrift, who passed away on December the 21st and, of course, was a major part of our program back in our early years. I, want to remind you our program is sponsored by our friends over at, supported by our friends over at Alexander Aviation Associates, and let you know that if you own an aircraft or if you own an aviation-related business, Alexander Aviation Associates can insure you from the ground up. Find out more at com. Alexander Aviation Associates, proud supporters of the UCF Knights. And friend, we've we got about a little over a minute before we go to our next break. Let's talk briefly about those UCF Knights, take a little... You know brief segue i mean what what an amazing story UCF football i want you know speaking as a, as a fortigator and an SEC guy i i want to you know say hats off and congratulations to the UCF Knights football program, and they were the biggest story, the most exciting team um, and the most only undefeated team. Highest
4: scoring team in major college football this year, and and you know I, it was something that I had forgotten, but it's only two years ago they were zero and twelve. Yeah, it's an amazing story. Absolutely, it's just you know, I mean, and and the and the and the issue, I mean, what what you think about here? Not only the, the wonderfulness of that of their story, but can is is Nebraska touch? You know, have they pulled the sword out of the stone hiring Scott Frost? Zero and twelve to. What was it? Fourteen and zero, fifteen and zero. You know, it's just you know, it's 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 amazing. Part of the story, of course, Scott Frost, an amazing one of the best coaching jobs I've, I've ever witnessed. Absolutely, and and nobody deserves it better than UCF.
2: Absolutely. And it's just uh, it, it's great that this has unfolded. This story has unfolded right here in, in our own backyard. And I think, uh, of course, UCF grads and alumni can be extraordinarily proud, which which, of course, we know that they right. are. Uh, we're seeing and hearing it as they deserve to be. But I think it's something that all Central Floridians, no matter what stripes you have, or allegiances you have, it's can be proud home, of this. Our too. hometown university. Well, we're going to go to our next break. When we come back, we'll continue to be joined by Mr. Fred Brummer as we pay tribute to our good friend, Mayor Scott Vandergriff of Okoy. We'll be right back on The Roger Franklin Williams Show.
0: And this is my
1: Welcome back to The Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my
2: Welcome back. glad you're joining us today. I'm Roger Franklin Williams, joined by our friend Fred Brummer, talking about our wonderful friend, a wonderful friend of Central Florida, a wonderful friend of America, a true American success story, a true American political and governmental success story, Mayor Scott Vandergrift, who passed away on December 21st and who was a major part of our program back in our early days. Once again, I want to thank our loyal listener, Mr. Don Fannin, for sending us. This wonderful tribute to Mayor Vandergriff from the West Orange Times and Observer by Amy Quisenberry. It's a wonderful tribute, and uh, it's a big part of our program today as well. Of course, Mayor Commissioner Brummer was wonderful friends, great friends with Mayor Vandergriff, but also got to observe him very up close um, and the great work that he did in the political and governmental arena behind the scenes, which so many people really, really didn't didn't see. Um, now, Fred, I know that you've Got a story you'd like to share. We're going back to the whole story of Okoye High School, and Correct. as we already talked about, as both of us know, I mean, this is something that's not something I'm hearing secondhand. I observed every step of the way, and I know you did, too, as, as, as well, Fred. Without... Scott Vanenger, there would be no modern-day Okoye High School. There'd
4: be a high school there, but there would not. Yeah. Would not be called
2: Okoye. Exactly. High he got that done literally all by himself. He was literally, in fact, that's the best example that I can think of of John, De, John the Baptist type of an effort. He would, began literally as a as a single voice crying in the wilderness, Correct. And yeah. he got it done. But but he, but you've got a story
4: along those lines. And at the uh, at the honoring of his life. Uh, Dave Armbruster, who was the first principal of Ocoee High School, related several stories, and especially about about the work that that, uh, Mayor Scott did to get the naming. He talked about the first game, football game, between Ocoee High School and Apopka High School. First game ever. He gets a phone call. Mayor Scott is on the phone with him, and he is livid, because the principal of Apopka High School won't let him on the football field. And he said, "I wanted to take pictures, you know, and he won't let me on a football field, and he'd run me off the football field." And and principal Ambrose, says, well, you know, Mayor Scott, you know, you're not the mayor of a popka, you know, and 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 he Dave refer, Ambrose referred to Mayor Scott as the mayor of a popka of Okoye High School, and said, "You're not the mayor of a popka, you know." John Lands, mayor of a so so, Mayor uh, Dave calls Bill Floyd, the principal of pop of Popka High School. Said, look, he said, he said, look, we, have, you know, I mean. We got to get him off the field. You know what I mean? We got to get the game started. I don't let Mayor Land on the field, you know? I can't, you know. So, all right. So, obviously, there was a little bit of, you know, Mayor Scott could remember these kinds of things. So, there was a little bit of abrasion there between Bill Floyd and 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 Mayor Scott. Well, six years later, Dave Armbruster goes to Universal High, University High School. Who gets transferred to Ocoee? Bill Floyd. And Dave Armbruster says he can just see coming what's going to happen with Bill Floyd and Mayor Scott. Somewhere, somehow, someone finds a photo of Mayor Scott and the real William Floyd, Bill Floyd's father. Turns out Bill Floyd's father is an Okoe resident at the, at that particular time. And here's the photo of him with Mayor Scott. Takes care of all of those back issues, and they've got the same kind of relationship that Dave Armbruster has with with uh, with mayors with Mayor Scott. And and that's the kind of small world, fortunately, that you see in O'Connor. I mean, that's you know they're prior to nineteen eighty kind of thing, prior, you know, to the time that Bill Floyd has graduated from high school probably, and his, you know, He's a real. He's got Okoye roots, and that that solves everything with Mayor Scott. So a great a great story in, in in about Mayor Scott and and his relationship to as as Dave Armbruster says he was the just spent mayor of a Popka, of Ocoee High School and just spent so much time in the classes with the students. And it shows a, a great. It's a great example of just the the. How deep his roots and his influence,
2: right. his impact was in the Okahue community.
4: How long? You know, I mean, he was born there in 1940, and you know, and, and city council 1967, right? And you know, and then 25 years as mayor. Just you know, it's just just huge. Even a stint as mayor in seven, from 73
2: to 75, just absolutely amazing. And then I would like to share one more from my from a political standpoint story about Mayor Scott and just his unique style in that. He, he was a master of grassroots politics, a master of it. You, as you know, both of us are you know, advocates of the grassroots style of campaigning. Right. Have both practiced it, and, um, and, and, and and which, of course, is not the the, the, the trend, if you will, now or right. the conventional wisdom anymore. Um, but and I don't even I don't really know whether he knew he was a master of it or not. I don't know whether he was just out there following his own instincts, doing what what came naturally to him, or whether he also knew this is really. Smart politics.
4: I, I will say to you that you know I mean it was it, it and they covered it they covered it in, in the the item is is that he was thoroughly invested in recycling before other people were, and so you know his homemade signs were about <laughs> to, to, to Talk about the, home, the homemade right, signs right I mean you know I mean you could tell you could tell that it was election year when you saw these you know huge plywood any kind of board signs that said reelect Mayor Scott. On them, you know, hand, and, hand painted, hand painted, <laughs> all done. You know, all this stuff, all this stuff, and and, and you know, he and volunteers did the whole thing.
2: There wasn't and, it wasn't, and he's driving around in the mayor' mobile. Can, can you? I I don't think I can properly describe the mayor' mobile. Can you try attempt to well, describe the mayor'
4: mobile? It was, you know, I mean, <laughs> the, 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 for the last twenty years, it was a Toyota Prius. OK, B- Yeah, but before that, before was, it, was it like an old car? It looked yeah. like the Keystone right. Cops right. might be driving right. or something. And so, you know, so uh, just, you know, that's that with was with a huge sign on the side of it, Mayor, Mayor of Ocoy. Mayor, Mayor, Mayor Scott, Mayor of Ocoy. And so, that, you know, but but his 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 idea of campaigning was going door to door. You know, I mean, and not just not just door to door to good voters, but door to door to Ocoee residents. Say, come on out and vote. I'm Mayor Scott. I need you to come out and vote. He needed to come out and vote he did to come out and vote, and he just did that relentlessly and was just you know the the grassroots campaigner in central Florida when everybody else had 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 shunted that that method off you know to the side, Mayor Scott was still doing it, that it, time and time I got more
2: we could talk for hours about mayor Scott and just to, just the political side of it because you know, as you witnessed in later years and this went on for several campaign cycles. You know there was certainly a faction that, that didn't like Mayor Scott. Just in every every elected official has a faction against him, and you know they were quite passionate. And these were like the the sophisticated new, as I would put it, Okoy uh, sure. people. Many of which didn't even live in Okoy, but uh, you know people that were had business you know whatever there. And these are the people wearing the, the, the Gucci loafers and the Armani suits and driving the you know the Mercedes and so forth. And and um and and they begin to draft candidates uh, every uh, mayoral cycle to To oppose um, Mayor Vandergrift, and you know, as as we observed, the quote conventional wisdom, um, the inside conventional wisdom would almost invariably, well, he's going to go down now. Like right. We've got they've got a sophisticated candidate now, <laughs> and and as so we both, you know, you and I were kind of, um, you know, our own voices in the wilderness telling people. Vandergrift has got to say, you know, right. <laughs> he's going to win this. But, but, but all the conventional wisdom, all the political insider wisdom was that, oh, oh Vandergriff can't survive this now. But, but but the point I'm getting at is that so these sophisticated candidates would be doing all the sophisticated stuff, sending out, um, you know, high-tech mail-outs, uh, you know, expensive high-tech mail-outs, uh, doing their polling, you know, hiring some expensive, uh, you know, famous political consulting firm from Tallahassee or Washington or wherever, and, and here's Mayor Scott driving around in the in, Ocoee, in the, Mo, in, in the Mayor Mobile, uh, handing out donuts at the Women's Club, handing out uh, cards door-to-door, and, and he smoked them, every, every, one with
4: landslide margins every time. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, I don't, <laughs> they really didn't need to hold uh, elections in Ocoee while his name was on the ballot, because, you know, I mean, like, you know, you could count, you know, five for him, one for the other guy, five, you know, kind of, it's just you wearing his fat polyester city McCoy tie, right? And, <laughs> and you know his jacket. You know, so he's
2: got on. So it. So it's just it was, a, a true original. But 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 you know, it. it you, know, you can't help but tell these stories and smile. But at the same time, it there's, there's a core seriousness there because he knew who he was. Right. He would n- refuse to be right. be changed well by said. the power structure well or said. by people well did, that didn't did, didn't buy into it or or or, thought, or or the trends now are to wear a suit and a tie
4: or whatever. And and you're correct. He was the same a uh, city councilman in 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 2014 as mayor as he was in 1967 he bridged as you had said he bridged that time in in the growth of the city of Okoe. another point that his daughter made yesterday at the uh, at the at the event honoring him was she said to him well, well go ahead and finish out your term when he when he was in in health in ill health and he said no I won't take a paycheck I don't earn it, and his health was not going to let him be full time, hundred percent mayor like he was, I won't take a paycheck if I don't earn it. And that's that's you know from a guy who served from '67, you know through the three years ago. So it's just it's just stunning.
2: A truly amazing individual. It's great to be able to have known him. It's great to have you, Fred, here to share about your insights about. Our great friend, great friend of, of Okoy, of Central Florida, of Florida and, and of America. He's a true example of what an elected official in America should be at any level. And I think he's a true example of exactly what the vision of Thomas Jefferson
4: had of the kind of country that, that we sh- we should be. And and you're absolutely correct. That, that is you're, that is a reflection. He, you know, the common man, you go out and you serve and then you go home. You know, I mean, just and 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 that's what, it, you know, that's what it was about for him was serving the community, being in the community, find out what the community needed and and making sure that they the community got what it what it needed.
2: Well, Fred, it's great to have you here joining us on our first show of the year. If we got about a minute before we close, you haven't mentioned this yet on the show, but we probably will be talking about it more in, in the in, in coming weeks and maybe even have a special show or something to commemorate it. But on uh, December the 31st was the 20th anniversary of the Roger Franken-Williams show. Our very first show was on December 31st, 1997. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we got caught up in the Christmas rush and everything, so I didn't really plan anything specifically to commemorate that. But I I, I do want to do something to commemorate that show. You'll be a part of it. And um, I do want to mention that uh, Grant Malloy was a guest on that very first show. Super. And he was a newly elected Seminole County Commissioner and uh, also um, – um, Ted Edwards was a guest on that very first show. He was a newly elected Orange County commissioner. All right. All right. Brand new. Brand new. That's great.
4: We need to do that.
2: And then we did a, that was kind of a pilot program. Then we, our, our other first show, Congressman John Micah called in live from Washington to be a part of that show. But anyway, friends, we'll be talking more about maybe doing a special photo for, for our anniversary. I want to thank you for joining us. Thank you, Fred Brummer. Thank you, Vito Bura, for joining us. And Alan, our producer. Have a great day.